0: What in fucking hell was that? Blurted Tim, his voice expressing more surprise than fear, a not-inappropriate response from someone who had just seen their first UFO. It was a bright, sunny afternoon in mid-July 1995. My friend Tim, my then-girlfriend Liz, and I were pulled up with a flat tyre alongside Tanaya Lake on Tioga Pass Road, 27 miles from the eastern boundary Yosemite National Park. I was 22 years old, the same age as the car whose front wheel I was in the process of replacing. A battered, sky-blue 1973 Ford Galaxy 500 with a mattress in place of a back seat. The three of us were almost two months into a 12-week detour around the United States, and the car was on its last legs. The mechanics who had most recently looked at the wheezing two-ton beast had tried to prevent us from driving any further. That was 200 miles ago, and the reason, until Tim began yelling, why I'd been lying underneath it, clutching a spanner. Tim loomed above me, fizzing with incredulity. What was that? I have no idea, I replied, but I saw one just like it about half an hour ago, a few miles down the road. I continued loosening wheel nuts as my mind whirled like a top. Whatever it was we'd just seen was identical to the thing I'd spotted further along the road, perhaps twenty minutes earlier. We'd blown a tyre on our way out of Yosemite. To find a new one, Liz and I had hitched a ride to the nearest town, Lee Vining, a small one-time mining outpost alongside the calcified alien landscape of Mono Lake. Job done, we hopped into a passing two-seater convertible sports car. Liz, in the front, made awkward small talk with its slick-haired driver, while I perched on the boot, clutching our reinvigorated wheel with my feet wedged awkwardly into the space behind the driver's seat. Cool mountain air flowed over us as we re-entered Yosemite on the windy two-lane blacktop. We were rounding a densely wooded bend on the north side of the road, when a glint of light among the trees caught my eye. There, perhaps ninety feet away, along a straight firebreak path between tall rows of fir trees, lay something entirely unexpected, hovering, or appearing to hover, stationary, about three feet off the ground. It was a perfect, silvery-reflective sphere, perhaps eight feet in diameter, like a large, polished Christmas tree ornament. It reminded me of one of the bells suspended over a verdant landscape in René Magritte's enigmatic La Voix Désert. Beautiful, serene, uncanny. Wrong. No sooner had I registered what I was looking at than it was gone, lost behind the trees as we sped along the ever-twisting road. Some seconds later, we passed another firebreak, converging on the same point as the last one. The thing was still there. Mercurial, immobile, strangely perfect. A brief flash, then it was lost among the trees, before, finally, another bend, another path, and once again, that damned sphere. I said nothing as my mind rummaged for an explanation. Neither Liz nor the driver seemed to have seen anything unusual, and even if I had known what to say... Speech was impossible over the roaring engine and rushing wind. The sphere and forest were soon behind us, and we returned to our own vehicle, sandwiched between the twinkling lake and a steep-sided rocky hillside. I kept quiet about what I'd seen as I jacked up the car, clambered underneath, and began working on the wheel. And that's when Tim began yelling. All I could see were his ankles and feet— but both he and Liz were making excited noises. Quick, get a look at this. What is that? I think I knew what I was going to see when I lurched to my feet.